Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn. 104.9 AM 1260 and hornfm.com where the Longhorns play and Austin talks sports. Wake up everybody, no more sleeping in bed. No more back thinking, time for thinking ahead. World's changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war and poverty. Oh, yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, you had better. Let's get them up, get them going midweek on B&E, get you up over the hump on this 12th of July. It's going to be blazing hot, you know that, triple-digit temps coming your way. Midsummer Classic in the books and a good ball game last night in Seattle. We will talk about the All-Star Game. Also, Big 12 Football Media Day start at noon today. Seven teams, including the Texas Longhorns, on day one. It will be the Longhorns' final trip to the Big 12 Football Media Days. Next year at this time, they'll be at the Southeastern Conference Media Days, which uh, we're certainly looking forward to. But one more year in the Big 12 really gets going today. We will get you full coverage. And, of course, we'll be live at Big 12 Media Days with our live coverage here on the Horn starting uh, when they start at noon today. So a lot to get into there. Also, uh, plenty of news from around the sports landscape. The uh, uh, officials from the PGA Tour, Live Tour, and the Saudi Public Fund were in front of Congress yesterday being grilled for testimony involving their uh, get-together and merger that's to come. We'll talk about that and you know, what was what was uh, gleaned by our nation's leaders yesterday, which was very, very important business uh, to be taken care of. Also, the NBA. The NBA has a new rule on flopping that I think fans are going to be uh, interested in, at least moderately. Uh, we'll get to that as well as the NBA's Board of Governors continue to make rules changes. A lot of NBA news here in the month of July. It's a lot to do. It's going to be a good uh, Wednesday with you. We appreciate you being there here on the show of the people early and often and all day long. Wherever you find us on 104.9, maybe 101.9 FM, AM 1260. And hopefully you know by now we're always streaming for you. Streaming service is so easy to use digitally on your Horn app. Just download it to your smartphone. couple pushes of a button and you're listening to us live wherever you are. Also on your smart speaker at home and work and always Mr. Godbolt at hornfm.com. Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cavazos, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you so very much for what you do. It is appreciated. Hit the recycle button because it's going to be hot again. And you were on the golf course yesterday, man. Wow. What's wrong with you? Wow. Uh, Thank goodness I I spent a day and a half of hydrating myself with what it took. Were you Twin Creeks? Twin Creeks out near? Yeah, uh, it, it was, there was no air. Lakeline Mall there? What a beautiful, beautiful golf course. And green as green can be, where is that water coming from? But I'll just say this. It was, it was beautiful, but it was, there was, that wind doesn't blow down in the valley. You know that place. When you're down there amongst the trees. And a lot of get, elevation changes at Twin you get Creeks. no wind down in the valley. What's the one par three where the ball drops probably 300 oh, feet? Oh, the one I birdied yesterday? You birdied it? Number nine, yeah. 
it's what the coolest hole, man. It's just yeah, you, you hit it down, like off yeah. cliff, and it just—it's hard to to judge the the club distance you want on that deal. I, um, for it, me, for me the ball's gonna keep falling and new little five wood cutter, bang. Five yes. wood cutter. What was the distance yesterday on the uh, down the, the cliff par three at Twin Creeks? I'm gonna say it was one thirty. Straight down, straight downhill. Bang. Most people hit it with an iron, but the old buck with the, the little five-wood cutter, about eight feet. Call it. That was it. That's the only birdie of the day, though. The rest was misery. Misery. Just misery. Did you get a hot dog? No, no, no. No, no. My man, Paulie, brings me a taco when we play golf. Love Paulie. Nothing, nothing like a taco. Nothing like a meat taco. You Breakfast taco, or are we talking like steak? We're talking about steak, steak with cheese on it. Okay. It's just, just before, you know. Peppers? No, none of that. Just steak no and salsa, cheese. just steak and cheese. You don't need any cheese. indigestion on oh, the. Oh, uh, no. That's a good thing. But, uh, I drank yeah. probably I'm five, assuming, five Gatorades. I'm assuming you went around pretty quickly. Yeah, there was, it wasn't very crowded. No, there, were, there was not a lot of fools out there. I mean, it's mid July and we live on the golf course out at Onion Creek and we back up to a tee box and. Just haven't seen a lot of folks rolling through there. It's starting to get crispy, but not not the oh, fairways yeah, there. I mean, like I said, well, I mean, it's not, it's it's car path only in a lot of places because it's just so hot and they can't keep you know they just beat up the fairways if you're driving golf carts all over it when it's this hot. Can't keep enough water on that bad boy. But um, glad you made it. Glad you made survived. Through, glad yeah. you hydrated and all those good things. Ty Thank Henderson is here through the glass. You are here. Uh, a lot of curiosity about what's going on at a radio station. Our station has put out a statement this morning, which we'll read you coming up here on uh, pending situations, which we'll tell you about. I know a lot of curiosity there, and we haven't been able to say much about it until this statement was out and put out this morning. We'll get you details on that front. But let's first get you the headlines, the trending topics of what is a pretty busy Wednesday here on Penny. UBO Business Services brings it to you. We start with baseball. Mid-summer classic in Seattle last night here among all of the all-stars at the all-star game. An unheralded catcher from the Colorado Rockies delivered the biggest blow last night. Elias Diaz connected on a two-run homer off of Felix Bautista in the eighth inning last night to help the National League snap a nine-game losing streak in the All-Star game. 3-2 win over the AL last night. American League mounted a rally in the ninth when Houston's Kyle Tucker and Seattle's Julio Rodriguez drew back-to-back walks, but Phillies closer Craig, Craig Kimbrell struck out Jose Ramirez to end the ballgame, give the senior circuit its first win in the midsummer game since 2012. Diaz named the game's MVP. College football, Texas Longhorns will attend their final Big 12 media days ever. Today at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, preseason conference favorites. We one of seven teams at Jerry World this afternoon. Head coach Steve Sarkeesian will step to the podium about 325 this afternoon to field questions. He will be joined at Arlington by his starting quarterback, Quinn Ewers, wide receivers Xavier Worthy and Jordan Whittington, the Big 12's preseason defensive player of the year, Jalen Ford, and senior DB Jade Barron. We'll also be on hand from the defense. Festivities begin at noon today with comments from Commissioner Brett Yormark. Coaches' press conferences will follow beginning with TCU, then Houston, Kansas, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Texas, and BYU rounding out the day. We will have full coverage live from Arlington throughout the day and evening here on the Horn. It's brought to you by Hayes City Store and Ice House. Also our friends at On3 or On Source, One Source Gas. Texas baseball, four more players selected on the final day of the 23 MLB player draft yesterday, bringing the Longhorn total to six draft picks over three days. Three right-handed pitchers were taken yesterday. Travis Staley went 12th in the 12th round of the Washington Nationals. Zane Morehouse in the 14th to the Cleveland Guardians. And Tanner Witt was picked in the 18th round by the Baltimore Orioles. Texas catcher Garrett Gomet drafted in the 15th round by the Houston Astros. They joined Dylan Campbell and Lucas Gordon, who were selected on day two. Plenty of preseason conference accolades for the Texas volleyball team announced yesterday. Junior outside hitter Madison Skinner was picked as the preseason Big 12 Player of the Year. 
announced yesterday. Ella Swindle, the uh, co-preseason freshman of the year, the young freshman from Missouri, uh, league office announced yesterday the defending national champs led the preseason All-Big 12 team with four of the 16 selections. Madison Skinner, seniors Asia O'Neill, and Molly Phillips, along with junior Jenna Wanas. Uh, finally, big news or news from the NBA, where the league's board of governors have approved two new gameplay changes for the upcoming season. First will be an in-game penalty for flopping, which, if called, will result in a technical foul and a free throw. Teams will be awarded. Also, teams will be awarded a second coach's challenge if the first challenge is successful starting next season. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. All right, so there you go. We'll get to some of the highlights from the All-Star game last night. Mostly a pitcher's duel as usual when you get uh, the best pitchers in baseball. Even you know, great pitching beats great hitting most always. When you get the, you know, the Garrett Coles of the world and those guys and you know, Zach Gallon going to the mound for one inning, they can air it out and just get three outs if they can. So uh, every, every just give moment me three tough and, and tight. Just get out of there. Yeah, you know, you're, get your 20, 25 pitches in and get out of there. Uh, but it was an unheralded catcher from Colorado hit the big blow. We'll, uh, we'll talk about it. Also, one of the cooler scenes involved a Texas Ranger last night, uh, which was pretty nice and a pretty good week for Major League Baseball, I thought, with the draft and then the home run derby. It was a lot of fun last night's ball game. Uh, pretty cool. But uh, uh, the radio station, The Horn, we've put out a statement this morning about 545. It's on our social media pages, uh, and it reads, The effective August 1st, 2023, The Horn will be heard on 101.9 FM and 1260 AM, streaming online as well at hornfm.com and The Horn app. The programming will consist of local and national sports talk and remain Austin's home for Texas Rangers baseball. So there you go. That's the statement. Uh, the Horn not going away, but there's uh, a signal change coming and. Some other changes around the around the way, but uh, uh, you can read that for yourself at the Horn ATX um, starting August the first. You'll hear the Horn on 101.9 and AM 12:60 and streaming at uh, our Horn app. That Horn app is going to become more and more important to your ability to uh, hear what goes on. Which at it the is Horn. all over the all over radio. I think we're up over 60, 65 percent listenership on our app, and that's mm. going to continue to go. And look, I mean. People still love to jump in their car and listen to the radio. I get that, or listen, just fired up the radio and listen. Absolutely. But the app is becoming, even in your car, you can have your app, and you won't get any interference, which a lot of people are dealing with. Uh, just is is that, and, uh, you know. And you can hear the stuff that I have to dump on the radio. Yeah, and then, you, yeah, if you're listening on the stream, you get to hear whatever is said. Doesn't happen as much on this show, but on some of the weekends. Casey Stuttered's huh. show on the weekend. There, there, There's a lot of times, you know, dumpable material. Or must be dumped material to continue to have an FCC license, uh, which is important. You got to have that. Got to have your license to do that. So yeah, uh, you can uh, spread that word and uh, get that out there as we get this thing rolling on a uh, Wednesday morning, getting you up over the hump uh, with a lot of a lot of top stories to do. I saw this. This is interesting to me from uh, uh, from the world of zaniness. I, I can see Ty Henderson doing this. Um, Vegas, Dateline, Vegas, Buck, Dateline, Las Vegas, Nevada. A New York man arrested for gyrating and dancing naked on top of a poker table at a casino. Somebody won big. Somebody hit the lottery. Somebody won big. Yeah. Gyrating. Yeah, that's a lottery hit right there. Yeah. So the authorities say Brian Danazilic was in an altered mental state. Yeah, he won. As he's jumped up onto the poker table gyrating naked. Yeah, he either won or his wife a... had that 13-pound baby <laughs> yes. successfully. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, you know, I can see Ty doing that. He wins a big hand, goes all in, chips on the table, bang. You would do that, Ty. Get up there and just strip it down. Maybe at least take my shirt off. <laughs> there you go. 
Yeah. I don't think I get arrested for that. I'm going me undies. Going me undies. Yeah, I'll go that far. You trying to get a sponsorship? Or something? De- depending on what the hit is. Depending on what the hit would be. Big me undies guy. Oh, I'd be big me undies guy if it was lottery. <laughs> uh, big me undies guy. And would guy. not care. Yes, 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 yes. But Brian Danazilic will be our man of the day. Because you know what? Who doesn't want to jump up on the table and oh, strip around, and swing gyrate. around naked, swing around naked? Yes, absolutely. Like, look at that. How you like that? Swinging. Up in your face. <laughs> you know, and it's got to be a New York guy because you know he wasn't. You know, he was dropping all kind oh, of. Oh, of course. Oh, how you like that? He said his name is Sal. His name is Brian. No. Dana Zillick. Dana Zillick. Uh, good is for he him. The Northwestern football team or something. Come on, dude. Uh, now, you got some intel on that Northwestern situation yeah. yesterday talking to your buddy Howard Griffith. We'll talk to him tomorrow. But what's his overall feeling? Because not only did, did not Howard good, Griffith. It's just started. It's Oh, yeah. Well, I think that that's true. Well, I said yesterday there will be the lawsuits are about, are about to come, the individual lawsuits. And, yeah, they will happen. They will. Now, so um, Howard Griffith works for the Big Ten Network, but he also played for you at Illinois. From uh, Chicago. From Chicago. Lives in Chicago. Yep. So in the belly of the beast there with this Northwestern story, what was – what was his overall thought on what's going on here? It happened so quickly. Remember Pat Fitzgerald? Everybody's saying they didn't know it was what was happening is, okay, it's the same as I said. We're born at night, but it wasn't last night. So there's some stuff that was going on there. and there. But he, he pointed it more at, at the, you know, this whole deal with the president and Pat Fitzgerald got together themselves to, to say this is how long it's going to be. And then 48 hours after that happened, he was then gone. And you said the athletic director was out of, out of the country? Out of the country. And didn't and come back for this? did Zoom. Talked to the team by Zoom. <laughs> Instead of, hey, that's get that's, on that plane and then go back to your, try to head back to your that's vacation. That's kind of a crisis. You might want to get back on, yeah. get back to campus there. That's a part of your gig. So, yeah, he'll he'll be able to talk about some things tomorrow. Well, Howard Griffith will but be with us. But he was definitely in agreement. I'm like, you're a tough guy. You have a son that's played major college football. Notre Dame. The thing, the haze that was going on, would you chalk it up to telling your son that, oh, this is how it is? He goes, not a chance in the world. No way. No way. Now, I will say Northwestern planning to retain the, all the assistant coaches. To and me, most of them are kind of new. Well. The defensive group is is new. I mean, the, the, the coordinator just got there. Well, remember, they went 1-11 last year, Northwestern. Yeah. Let's not forget well, that. They went, I mean, Pat Fitzgerald's had some great years at Northwestern. Last year was not one of them. Uh, they won one ball game. Uh, sound like the team wasn't quite together after some of the things that went sure. on. Well, and again, all I'm going to say, I'm not going. I'm going to point fingers, but if you're going to fire Pat Fitzgerald under the guise that you know we couldn't find any evidence that connected you to this or that you knew this, provable evidence, uh, but you, you are still responsible. Well, then every coach on the staff is responsible. I know that's a hard thing to do in July, but I don't know if Pat Fitzgerald can say I didn't know and we don't believe him. Well, every coach in that locker room. I mean, there there are pictures on the whiteboard of in the main locker room of what's being done and what they're talking about in these these. You know these incidents of hazing. They're talking about it. What the what the schedule is. Um, you know it's hard to believe. Now again, should everybody be fired for that? I mean, we could debate whether Pat Fitzgerald should have been fired for it. Would a lengthy suspension and you know clean 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 up some things been right? I don't know, but that's a debate. Which he thought, and which you know they thought they had a deal. Correct, uh, and that becomes the question. Now I will say, as it pertains to Texas, which is it does because there's a report out there from theAthletic.com that if you're looking to land a coach, a good coach. This close to the football season, there's an analyst at the University of Texas named Paul Christ, who coached at Wisconsin for a long, long time. Who his name is being might mentioned. be available. Yes. Uh, now, who knows the Big Ten? Knows the Big Ten is a really successful coach. Yep. Things ran ran stale a little bit at Wisconsin, and uh, they made a change. And now Luke Fickle is the coach of the Badgers. 
But uh, keep an eye on that. I mean, I you know we've talked a lot about you know Steve Sarkeesian with the ability to have a guy like Paul Christ available to be an analyst for him this year on the offensive side of the ball. But obviously, Paul Christ would would have to look at that and think, you know, or do you want to? Or are you like, you know what? I'll wait. I'll wait before walking into that deal um, with a one and eleven football team. I don't know. So just just put that out there because the Longhorns are going to Big Twelve Football Media Days today. Um, you know, I'm assuming. That whole conversation about hazing and what goes on in the locker rooms will be a question that's asked of some of the coaches today. Um, you know, because you know, again, it's not right. I mean, if you read the the reports from the Northwestern, uh, the Northwestern on campus newspaper plus Sports Illustrated and ESPN have followed up with their own investigations. With well, this stuff, yeah, there's, I mean, there's hazing and then there's yeah, this you know, and, and we'll get that soft and all that other stuff. But let me tell you, you don't want you wouldn't want your you don't you want what you want your kid to have it better than you had it. So whether you were Hayes, and that was a part of your culture years ago. It doesn't mean it has to be part of the culture today, and it's not acceptable, and it's and it's never going to really, really be acceptable. Now, there's going to be some backdoor stuff and some other things that positions and players do to other kids, but you can't, you you, you can't do that. And as I said, I I know enough guys who who've had sons and daughters in sports, and they they're pretty tough guys. I know that may have done some things and been through some things, but they're not going to say to their child, hey, you know what, this is just what football is all about. Uh-uh. I talked As, as I'm talking to Howard Griffin, I don't know anybody any tougher than that dude. And he said, oh, no, no, that's, that wouldn't be acceptable. If my son came back from Notre Dame and said, oh, this is what's going on, he said he'd be in the head coach's office the next day in that area. He said that's, that's not acceptable. Well, and that's the stuff. If this has gone on and on for years and years, we had a great text yesterday on our Specs text line, and we appreciate all the contributions on the show of the people. But, um, you know, he didn't identify himself, but he indicated he played football at TCU uh, along the way and said, mm-hmm. you know, this is on the players too because, you know, we when, we, when I was a freshman at TCU, there were some things that went on that we were – not four, and by the time we were in the upper class, we was we, done. we got eliminated those things as practices. Sure, we said that's that's not okay. Now we you know, we put up with it some stuff that was was not okay early, but we changed it because you know that doesn't have to be handed down just because it was there the way when you came in, uh, and and you could have whistle blown yourself, you could have told somebody back then. Same time, you understand the pressure of that. Well, when you get to be a, a leader in a leadership position. Then you go ahead and change it, and just say, you know, we're not doing that, y'all. Yeah, and as you said yesterday, you know, the the new school newspaper, from Howard's perspective, did a fantastic job, and they took they that took a lot of courage for them to step out and do that. For God, it's been there around there twenty six years, not seventeen. Seventeen as the head coach, but he played there. He was an assistant there, so he's been around that program and that culture for a long, long time. It's not Pat Fitzgerald wasn't just somebody, you know. That got some wins and some ten win seasons at at a school that was really struggling. That was that took a lot for them to do on a guy like that. But they thought that's how important it was. Agreed, agreed. Uh, all right, so uh, we'll we'll look forward to that conversation with Howard Griffith. Also, speaking of conversations, we will this morning talk to our buddy Ari Temkin from Sirius XM Big Twelve Radio. Uh, Ari will join us live from Big Twelve Football Media Days this morning uh, before they they begin their coverage this morning. And believe me, this is, I'll tell you, Ed, this is going to go on on every college football campus, no matter what the level, every high school level, coaches telling their team about what, what they need to be doing behind closed doors. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know, Pat Fitzgerald is going to lawyer up and sue for his, what he believes in, uh, you know, his, his side of this. And that's completely fair. Uh, you would, you know, he, he thought he had a deal. Thought he had a deal. And, uh, 
you know, again, remember, run the timeline. If you haven't done your, your in the middle of July, you're on vacations or whatnot, you know, the this came from a whistleblower last November, right around Thanksgiving, a pl- player, you know, blowing the whistle on what's going on. That led to the university, Northwestern, um, bringing in an outside firm to investigate. And, uh, and after the entire investigation in early this month, back on July 7th, uh, just last week, the investigation returned with its findings, to which from those findings, the president met with Pat Fitzgerald and suspended him for two weeks based on the full investigation. That led to more reporting after the investigation was released and uncovered, which led to more you know, coming out. But the two-week suspension was what was determined from the president with the athletic director out of the country. Yeah, with the, with the head coach and the president. And so that was on a Friday and then or early Saturday morning. And by you know, two, you know Monday night, Pat Fitzgerald was fired and relieved of his duties for cause. So that has led to Pat Fitzgerald saying, you know, he's, he's going to fight back and we'll see where this goes. Just and, and if it's a lesson on what's hazing and what's not, what's, what's acceptable, what's not, here's a text that says, so you guys are telling me double stuff Oreos covered in Franks and hot sauce stuffed in my butt cheeks and having to crab walk 50-yard line are not allowed anymore. I quit. Banana in the tailpipe. Golly. In high school with my little grays on walking through the line with my tray. Oh, yeah, that was with your pants on. Yes, it was. You weren't on the poker table. Oh, no, no. I had to. (laughs) If the banana drop had to start all over again. Had to start all over. At least you weren't naked. Oh, no. I mean, through the Catholic school line, the lunch ladies there, no, you can't do that. But the grays. The lunch ladies let this go on, though? Oh, I mean, when I was in high school at that time, yeah. I mean, you had a pair of grays on. It was, that was an everybody did it thing. And nobody, I mean, it wasn't embarrassing enough. You, you just thought that was part of a ritual. You gave. But, and I gave permission. Yeah. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't like saying, oh, no, 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 don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Just, it was it's kind just, of a fun challenge. Yeah, I mean, it was just more of a challenge. Can you're clothed. Can you hold that? Can you hold those cheeks together? <laughs> and you hold know, that banana? Hold that banana because if it hit the ground and you had your lunch tray. And it was up and down. Oh, oh <laughs> back, back to the beginning. Yes. And let's do it all over again. Start over. Start over. Yeah. Well. But no, this wasn't a bunch of naked dudes all soaked up, running around, jumping around you. No. There's there's a, a little bit of a difference. A little bit of a difference. All right. So uh, that story out there, we'll get to the PGA and live golf officials in front of Congress yesterday. What was gleaned? Um, there was, you know, you know, kind of the dog and pony show on the Capitol Hill. But there was some um, some news that broke. Also should let you know, we'll hear from Don Miller here coming up. Southbound I-35 is closed. It was like to get ahead of this thing before you get in the get on in your car or you're just getting in your car coming out of the hood there. Uh, southbound I-35 closed in Pflugerville. Someone was hit by a vehicle near Grand Avenue Parkway. So it's another one of those auto pedestrian situations. Expect heavy delays. Use alternate routes. Mopac at 1:30. Uh, that has um, happened about an hour ago. Or at least the alert has come down. So I-35 uh, in North Austin coming south might want to. Uh, Make a plan right now. Uh, and if you're stuck in that, we, we hate that for you. But uh, that's what's going on in the traffic. And then Don Miller will have updates on that throughout the morning. We'll continue to discuss the statement that the uh, radio stations put out this morning. If you have questions, we'll try to answer what we're allowed and what we can't answer. Also, we'll get some B&E facts of the day as we get you up over the hump. All-star game in the books. We'll get some of the highlights, including the big blow. And how about Nathan Uvalde last night of the Rangers striking out uh, a member of the National League while mic'd up. Well, mic'd up. I'll let you hear that. A pitcher on the mound striking a dude out while he's got a mic and he's talking to the guys calling the game on play-by-play. That was pretty cool. And we'll get to the uh, we'll get Ty's thoughts on this NBA flopping rule. It's one of the when you talk to this average Joe's about the NBA, the flopping thing has become like one of the, like one of the biggest topics. Do you find that 
You just talk to your buddies, and they're like, man, these these guys are flopping all over the place. It's unbelievable. LeBron James. I mean, I, to me, it's been been a part of the game for. I, that's what I think too. I mean, I, I don't think anything of it. I just think that it's a it's a personal call by an individual official that if you think, if you deem that flopping, okay. At a certain it, point, it's gamemanship. At a certain point, it's slowing down the game and, and, and ridiculous. No place. Yeah, and ridiculous. And I'm not saying that every guy that has a shoulder into him isn't getting knocked, getting his ass well, look, knocked I mean, over. Soccer is famous for the flopping. Oh right? yeah, I don't I don't want it to get but, to but be. But you soccer. know, in soccer that. If you can coax yourself a penalty in the right spot, that's a huge play in the game. Sure, that's a massive play. Right, could be you the biggest play. Could be the biggest play. Uh, so you you somewhat understand that, that if you in a game where the goals and scoring are minimal, if you if you flop and create an opportunity for a penalty kick or something that sets up a goal, then that's that's the mission. In this case, I mean these things are I know in tight games, but. You know, when when a guy's trying to just play normal basketball and you do the flop, thing oh yeah, and you or, dive backwards, yeah, the whole, trying to do a backward flip, yeah, yeah that's that, just that's just silly. Uh, let's play some ball here. You know, those are things. If you did it on a playground, you get you get get a fight. Oh, yeah, it would be a fight. It's like, come on, dude. You know, we're playing ball. Uh, By the way, we don't ball. play flopping here. We don't. <laughs> yeah. You don't get offensive foul calls. Get up and, and play ball. And, and look, we understand the officials have a hard hard job. And you know, if a guy goes flailing, then well, it makes it even harder. Yeah. So I'm glad, and hopefully they start keeping tallies of flops, and you can like be suspended for it, right? If you're doing it enough, and you get enough technical fouls, see you later. Get in, sit out a game. Um, I'm in. We'll you also like to be known as a flopper. Sorry, oh. LeBron, flopping. Kind of like the guy on the poker tail. He was a flopper. There he was. He was flopping all over the place oh, after goodness. winning the big hand. We'll also get to the uh, NBA's mid-season tournament now that they're early season tournament, the NBA Cup. We'll revisit that conversation this morning. The NBA is moving forward with that. Uh, to put another trophy on the line in a in a season. Does that mean anything? Also, the B&E Facts of the Day. It's a busy Wednesday. Up over the hump. Be triple digits again today. Be ready for that here on B&E. It's Bucky and Aaron. Such a shame. Such a shame, Buck, out in uh, Las Vegas. Kevin Costner will only have to pay his wife, Christina, $129,755 per month in child support. It's about half what she was asking for. How old are these kids? I don't know. Man, it doesn't matter. They're going to be able she to was get, asking can get for, by on I mean, can she get by on that? That's what I should be saying. The kids can get by on it. Christina, this has been ugly. They were married like nearly two decades, and she dropped a bomb on Old John, John, John Dutton there. John or, Dutton was out on the or, ranch. Or Bull Durham or <laughs> <laughs> Tin Cup, whichever guy you want to you know, associate with Kevin Costner. But Kevin Costner, you know. The old bodyguard she dropped it. <laughs> oh, yeah, the bodyguard. Uh, she was asking for $248,000 oh, in child support. She has seven kids. Wow. She has seven kids? He has seven kids with her. With her. Annie, 39. Lily, 36. No, 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 no. You they're don't have to pay for oh, That's ex-wife. That's ex-wife. I was going to say. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. They can take Slow care down, of themselves. Because he, he has nine okay, total, so, but with okay. her. 15, 14, and 13. All right, three kids, all under He's 15. got a couple years for some payments. She was asking for 248 monthly. Monthly, mind you. $248,000 monthly. Uh, she was awarded 129755 She's going to be able to make it with that, probably? I, I would think. Okay. I would you know, I'm not doing the budget for her. I'm not her, got quite the her accountant. Man. But yeah, that's ugly. People's how much was it again? What? That she was asking for? How much did she get? 130 grand. Just go round numbers, 130. That's it's a cool close to $8 million over five years. 
until they're all 18. They're partners, E, right? Well, look, they had they had three kids. There you go. I hate to see that. that. Hate to see that. I do. Hate to see that for the kids. For sure. Um, anybody that's going through something like that. Uh, absolutely. So uh, we get you through this Wednesday. We got the All Star game last night. It, you know, it's a good ball game. I enjoyed. I mean, I enjoy watching the best players in in, in the world go ahead, go at it in really any sport, and certainly in baseball. Uh, but you know, I thought baseball just had a good week. I thought the uh, the draft was terrific. I thought the way they put that out on the field and really gave it the NBA or NFL treatment was was smart for the game. And all the big names, six Longhorns drafted over three days. I thought the home run derby was a lot of fun. Got a lot of young stars. Oh my gosh, the game is ton, you know, packed with young stars. How about every time Shohei Otani came to the plate, had two at bats last yeah, night. Yeah, they won him there. The believe Seattle me. crowd was chanting, "Come yeah. to Seattle!" Oh yeah, come to Seattle. I mean, everybody wants to Shohei, and uh, you know, as they're all. What do you call it? Um, mic'd up, you know, listening to Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts because Mookie was playing center field. Freddie Freeman, his teammate, was playing first, so they were talking to those guys, which I think is a cool element. So, you know, I don't really mind it in an all star game. We're seeing it on, in golf more often now where you're able to talk to the athletes in real time. And um, I don't think that could ever happen in a football game, could it? No. Where you're talking to. It happens in the XFL. I guess you could if they're on the sideline. You, they can't be in the game, right? Can't be I mean, playing. they mic them up. Well, they might come up and then they, they can edit that out, but you got too much cussing going on. You got oh too my much goodness. You hear it. Smack talk. You hear the cussing sometimes. What if you could, would you pay for a stream where you could actually hear if every, every player was mic'd up, kind of like a NASCAR, and you could listen to all of them, what they're saying? Oh, yeah. All the trash well, I talk. Want, I always like hey, it. I just love to hear the grunts when guys get oh, hit. Yeah. I love to hear those sounds. The NFL films. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you kind of lean in, you, you can stream the live. You know, sounds. I don't and think that they, would, sounds. they would never allow that. No, they would. Uh, players would not. Something would bad would happen week, within 30 minutes of the first game. But it is cool that the players agree to this. So Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman and uh, Shohei was at the plate, and the chants were roaring, <laughs> come to Seattle. Hell, I like and, to have a tight up, tight, um, you know, have mic'd up Tiger. But we've heard, we've had that before when he's, been cl- when he's been close. Well, Ty, we have Tiger Woods news coming. Talks himself. We have Tiger Woods news. Well, all golfers talk to themselves. You have well, he's Tiger. He's used to dropping some F-bombs. Remember when the mics were close to him? Yeah. I mean, but him being mic'd up and missing a shot, oh, beautiful. Oh, Jordan Spieth is the legend right now. Jordan Spieth is completely – He can go. I he mean, airs it out, man. You don't even need a mic. He catches no. the live mic, the, oh, yeah. the, the Nat Sound mic that's out there. Well, so Mookie and Mookie and uh, Freddie Freeman are chatting with the guys, John Smoltz and, and uh, uh, Mr. Davis there in the booth. And you know, right, yeah, Shohei's at the plate, and they're asking him, "Have you ever seen anything like this guy in there?" I mean, it's just it, that's the amazing part when the best players in the game are still in awe of this guy, and just how amazing he is. And he's the best hitter. He's got more home runs. He got the highest OPS of any player in baseball. Plus, he's the hardest pitcher to hit in baseball, which is why everybody wants him. I've made the case that the Texas Rangers should be interested. I know that's crazy for some, but you know, I don't know if the Angels would trade in division. But if the Angels are going to get to a point in the next three weeks that they're going to trade him. Because they don't think they're going to sign him, and they can restock their farm system at some point. Talk about the same thing with Dame Lillard, right? It's it's different, but the same. If you're going to lose the player, um, you don't think you're going to re-sign him. You 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 are incumbent upon you for your future to to see if you can stock your farm system with four, five, six players uh, that can help you. Not because Shohei's yes, great and the best player in the world, but doesn't help you a year from now, two years from no. now. What can help you is a trade. And as I said, but you feel like he stays, and you're in a championship game or. In a World Series. But you may not make the playoffs. I mean, in the American League right now, that team with Mike Trout's injury and who knows when he comes back from the wrist, I mean, they're not built to make the playoffs. Now, they're not far out. But, again, this is, you know, the owner, Artie Moreno, the, the general manager, they have to make a decision on this. Point being, you know, this is, this is we're in Texas, but I think the Texas Rangers, when you start adding up teams that could 
have the package of players that it's going to take, both you know, both high level minor league players, maybe mm-hmm. even some current major league players, and then gosh, the Rangers just drafted the, with the fourth pick, Wyatt Langford. I mean, they've got some dudes in their farm system. Um, but if you're the Rangers on the other side and you have a team that's as good as it is right now with the six All Stars and four on the infield, the, the difference Shohei Otani could make, you know, is another bat playing outfield and then pitching every fifth day. Now there's a group that is going to be there. Then the Rangers are going to be in the playoffs. They're going to likely win this division. I don't whether I sign them or not for the, for the future, I'd rather go ahead and win a championship. And that becomes, I'll deal with that later. And that would be the question if you're the ownership group of the Rangers and and Chris Young, the general manager, and the fans. Would you? It, Nothing can guarantee you a championship, but if it puts you in a position where you can go win a World Series, yes, and you know you get three months with with Shohei, I'll deal with the other stuff later and, the following hitting. year. And you know what? I, I think, and you have the you have the uh, the firepower in your system to do it. I don't know. I think that's a fair question for Ranger fans. Would you do it? You know, obviously everybody would do it if you feel like you could, your your ownership group can then re-sign him. And most people think that Shohei's going to end up. On the West Coast, right? He's going to end up with the Dodgers. Or the Giants. You like the San Francisco Giants, Seattle. Uh, be on that West Coast. Where did Seattle ever want him last yeah. night? Yeah, well, again, it's going to be show. And Shohei has said, he was did an interview you know, at the All-Star game. He wants to win. He's tired of losing. He, he said that. I, I, don't, I, I, I want to win. And the Angels organization has not proven that they can build a winner, even with, the, with Mike Trout and him. Which is a shame because yeah, Seattle can even make a run in the second half of this season. What about the Rangers? Well, Seattle's in like the Rangers are what I'm arguing for. I mean, the, the Rangers have the package of minor. I mean, think just think you you could put Wyatt Lankford in the deal. I mean, you just took the fourth pick in the draft. Who some people thought could have been the first pick in the draft. I yeah. know you love that you have him. No, but I'll I'm say a believer that I you know when you have a chance to go for it, and the Rangers have a team that you know even without the you know the injury to Jacob Degrom, you still have Nathan Navaldi who's a you know, all-star starter and Cy Young candidate. Um, you know, again, Dane Dunning has been great in your starting rotation. But, but Shohei Otani, you want to talk about a difference maker. There's never been a bigger difference maker than this guy. You're bringing Babe Ruth to your team. And if for three months he takes you from a really good team and a World Series contender to the favorite to win the World Series, uh, I think I think you would at least have to strongly consider making a run. Now, I would do it. Now, well, the, and you're a Ranger fan. Instantly. Yeah. But now it even doesn't matter who. who. And yeah. I understand there's a lot of variables. Would the Angels trade him in division? Would he trade the Can I get rid of DeGrom? Because I know that's poison. Am I going to have to end up paying him <laughs> no matter what? Well, look, that might be the that might be the biggest roadblock. That Well, man, that's Jacob DeGrom money's kind of hanging out there. <laughs> still hanging? <laughs> we owe him a lot of money for the next five years. But, I mean, if you could re-sign Otani and have Jacob DeGrom and Uvalde, like, that would oh, be right. I mean, you, you that's, would be That's the stacked. uncertainty. Now, I, I think the Rangers – organization with their brand new stadium and what the Metroplex is. Their ownership group has deep pockets. We know that. And I think they have, they, they'd make a run at re-signing them. I remember in 1999, the Astros made a trade for Randy Johnson, uh, if you remember that, or 98, 98. The Astros traded for Randy Johnson. And, you know, being an Astros fan that I am, I thought for sure, we're winning the World Series. You know, that's the final piece. And the, the favorite too, right? Oh, Once man. They, and, and, and when Randy Johnson came in, he didn't disappoint. He was unhittable. He was unbelievable. He was, I mean, that Astros team, again, went some really good team with the Killer Bees to great. And they should have won the World Series that that year, but they, they choked it away against the San Diego Padres and dumb Jim Layritz. God, I'll always hate Jim Layritz. Some of the San Diego Padres all roided up. Uh, either way, don't get me started. But either way, the Astros didn't win it. And they gave up really good prospects. Um, and, you know, the Rangers would have some leverage as far as which prospects they give up. Because it's not it's a rental, right? You're no guarantee. So any team that's going to trade for Shohei knows it's it could be short term. So I'm not saying the, the Rangers likely wouldn't have to give up the entire farm, 
but you you now added another really strong piece in Wyatt Langford that is either a piece that you keep or you could be willing to give somebody else up because you just replaced them. Uh, and I would always say, look, prospects are prospects. You never know. What you do know is Shohei Otani is the best player on the planet. Period. Yeah, I'm, end I'll, of conversation. I'll take that chance. What do you need me to give up? Yeah, Wyatt Langford might be great and projects to be a really great player. Jack Leiter, your your pitcher you took a year ago out of Vanderbilt, uh, might be great. Might really be awesome. But you know Shohei Otani is great. I mean, he's literally the best player we've above. ever seen. Arguably, yeah, I would. Yes, I would go ahead and. I'd go ahead and if I'm in the thick of things, yes, I'd do that. And to plop him into a middle of a lineup that already includes Marcus Simeon, who's having an MVP caliber year himself, Kyle Seeger, or Corey Seeger, I should say. Um, Josh Young. Josh Young is going to be the rookie of the Nathaniel year. Low. I mean, this that, Jonah Heim was mm. the starting catcher last no, night. No, I give up I give up the farm and then I find ways to get even more money to to up him the following year. Give him seven hundred million dollars. You just traded for uh like I've do whatever you need to do at that point. You, you just could, you, you could make him the most famous athlete in the world if he already isn't right. Approaching go, that go Jerry Jones here. You know, I mean, jerseys oh, yeah. you're selling. I mean, oh. I know that's not going to pay a seven hundred million dollar con. You know, but at the same time, you know, you give yourself a real chance to win a World Series this year because he can hit and pitch. You know, you now have another ace on your staff come October, and then you know your your biggest weakness in Rangerland is probably your bullpen. You just traded for a Raldis Chapman. Who looks to be in guys that can already get on base and with him hitting. And if you batting. add a, if you had a bat like that and an arm like that, well, one of the arms in your rotation can slide back into your bullpen to depth. You know, provide more depth. I mean, I mean, if you're running out even in the playoffs, a rotation of you know Nathan Ivaldi, the All Star, who was great last night, Shohei Otani and Martin Perez. I mean, that's not terrible. I mean, you can you can and with that offense, it's gonna you know score this scores more runs than any 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 offense in baseball. You know, you're even, you know, the Braves are the best team right now. Braves, Ronald, Ronald Acuna, that great pitching staff, that team is the best team. Tampa's second, but if you put Shohei Watani on the Rangers, I don't know that they have a peer. But so that would be my argument. It's a good radio station or sports radio conversation. Uh, Ty is a big Ranger fan who would do it, but Ty is also uh, impulsive. Yeah. And sometimes emotional. Hey, if I'm, <laughs> I think the best fit for him is the Yankees, Bucky. Oh, no. I, if you could get, you can, that's the, you could think, about, think of the problems. money that could be made. It's making my, it's making me want to get up on the table and dance naked. I, if I was them, <laughs> the I would, money you can... I mean, I would trade Aaron Judge. I would trade whatever. Like, I would get that guy in New York. You get rid the of the skipper first. That's yeah, marketability in New York for the, and get a new that skipper. Guy in, put the guy, that guy in pinstripes. How do you get rid of the skippery first? He's got to go first. Well, Aaron Boone, you see what Aaron Boone's doing? They fired the hitting coach. And you see who they're hiring to be your hitting coach with the New York Yankees? Former player, right? Yeah, well, no, he's well, he is. He's a great player. But he's a current MLB network analyst, Sean Casey. Sean Casey is coming in. He was a teammate of Aaron Boone in Cincinnati. He's a career 300 hitter. They called him the mayor back in the day. because he Tried to find Willie Randall. Yeah, Sean Casey's a character. He, he played first base, and when everybody would get to base, he would just chat him up. Chat him up, man. He's just one of those guys. He's like he's like he's like you. It's like tie at the urinal. He just wants to chat with you. There you go. What are you talking to me for? We're going to the bathroom here. Can you just leave? Let's have it a little later? We, we work together. I don't need to talk. Just trying to, you to ease the tension. <laughs> I don't have any tension. I'm going to the restroom. But um, I'm relieving the tension now. Relieving for sure. But uh, yeah, Sean Casey's going to be the hitting coach there. I like that too, New York. But I'm just look. I'm a I'm a fan. Of, I'm an Astros fan. I don't want this to happen. I don't want Shohei Otani to become a Texas Ranger even no, for three he'll months. He'll end up in Seattle. I just. I, I, if I'm the, I'm the owner of the Texas Rangers. I'm calling Chris Young and saying, what do we have to do? Could we do this? Could this actually happen? Um, could we make that work? Because, you know, one World Series. The Rangers never won a World Series. I know they're 
really close in 2011. And I don't, and and obviously one player does not guarantee anything. There's still a lot of luck and guarantees you'll be a lot closer than you are without them. Damn good. (laughs) Yes. You already have the team with the second most all stars, and you're adding the number one all star, the greatest player that's ever arguably laced them up. Uh, That's pretty darn impressive. So, uh, all right, we roll forward. B and E with you. Those debates, all star game. Also, some B and E facts of the day coming up. Uh, good stuff on a Wednesday, getting you up over the hump. Big 12 football media days starts today, noon. We'll get you a preview. What's coming? It's beating on the horn. It's time for the Craigway Sports Report. Now here's Craigway. The Craigway Sports Report is on break for summer, but we'll return this August with the latest news in the University of Texas and Texas State athletics. Right here on the Craigway Sports Report, brought to you by Bud Light. It's Bucky and Aaron. Wednesday on the horn. That makes it an over-the-hump Wednesday. Getting you there. At least starting to get you there. Our guys in Arlington will help get you up over the hump today as well. It'll be light the tower from 10 to noon. And then Chad and Zay up till the uh, the afternoon with uh, live coverage from Big 12 Football Media Days. Brett Yormark will make his uh, Media Day's opening statements and conversation from the podium at noon today. That's why we're not there, because we'd be sitting in an empty Jerry world, because nothing happens until Looking lunchtime. Looking at the scoreboard. Yeah, <laughs> noon today. But, Listening uh, to the humming. Uh, those, those crew, That crew will be up there. Uh, afternoon show, Rod and Hards, they had some, uh, some conflicts come up, so they're not going to be there. But, you know, our broadcast location will remain. So between 3 and 7, Hards and Rod will be on the air here, but uh, Chad and Zay and... Are spending uh, the night almost. Yeah, they'll, they'll the crew will be... That's right when Texas is going to be there, right? Texas, you know, Steve Sarkeesian takes the podium at 320, 3.25 this afternoon. We'll have that for you live, hopefully, uh, connected from, from Arlington. So we'll have that for you with, with Sark and his, you know, podium thoughts. And then he'll be, you know, hit with questions from the Big 12, the assembled Big 12 media. That's 3.25 this afternoon. And, again, Harge and Rod will be in studio, but our broadcast location will still be live. So guests and, uh, you know, they'll be working to get people to sit down and talk to those guys put a headset on and those type of things. So full coverage all the way till 7 o'clock tonight uh, with seven teams, um, starting with I think Houston is first out of the gate today. Uh, to, you know, it is today's a, a you know, the, as far as Texas sport, college football fans in the state of Texas, today's the biggest day. because four the Cougs are out of the yeah, first one. Yeah, four, like of the five, four of the five teams that play in the Big 12 from Texas are today. TCU is at this afternoon, one fifteen. U of H with Dana Holgerson, of course, Sonny Dykes at TCU. Kansas is there today. Baylor with Dave Aranda. Mike Gundy in Oak State. Texas and Steve Sarkeesian. And then it wraps up this afternoon with uh, Kalani, Kalani Siotki from uh, BYU. And, uh, and the Huggy Bear should be rolling in. Yeah, well, that's tomorrow. Too. West Virginia's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, he's got to he's got to. Well, he's out, about he's got to right stop now. at some city and just hang out for a day or two. Yeah, so that'll figure be... out where he is. Get his bearings. That is uh, get his Uber all straightened out. And so make make a calendar. So you got three o'clock. Mike Gundy at the podium. Three twenty-five. Sark talking Big Twelve football and the Longhorns. So uh, that is out. That's today. That's a fact. Also on the B and E fact of the day, Buck the uh, Elias Elias Diaz home run last night. Uh, in the eighth inning, down two to one, the American League. They're on a nine-game losing streak. Excuse me, the National League. It's last they won twelve. Twenty twelve. Yeah, they Damn. didn't have a COVID game, remember? But so you're on a nine-game losing streak. You're down two to one in the eighth inning, and this unheralded thirty-two-year-old catcher from the Colorado Rockies jacks a home run. He joined. That's the sixth go-ahead home run in an All-Star game in the eighth inning or later uh, last night. How about Elias Diaz joining Ted Williams? 
Mike Schmidt, Cookie Rojas, Gus Bell, and Hank Blaylock, who have hit all-star game home runs eighth inning or later. My old. Those names are like <laughs> yeah, just ringing in my ear. Yeah. So quite a ball game last night. And it got a little interesting in the ninth inning because uh, Craig Kimbrell, the sometimes can be wild reliever from the Philadelphia Phillies now, he came in and he walked Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker, the Astros, had a great at bat. Boy, Kyle missed one just barely that he could have. It looked like he was about to launch one. Uh, just missed it and then ended up coaxing a walk on a 3-2 pitch. And then the hometown kid, Julio Rodriguez, came up who was hit the 41 home runs last night in the All-Star, Monday night in the All-Star game. And you're thinking, man, this guy could get a hold of one. Uh, he also drew a walk. So now there's two on, you're, you know, tying runs at second. And uh, Kimbrell got uh, the Rangers' Jose Ramirez to strike, or the Guardians' Jose Ramirez to punch out. Also saw this, Buck, that uh, Pat Fitzgerald, the now-fired and determinated coach at uh, Northwestern, has hired a law firm that charges $2,000 an hour. $2,000 a billable hour um, to fight his case. Now, that's that's going to the top. Now, he's got a $42 million. We yes. Got, he's got $42 million left on his contract. Yeah, that, he'll, that'll be worth every penny of it if he can get his money. So safe to say he's going to go to go put on the oh, good yeah. fight. And um, I know you said you talked to your friend Howard Griffith yesterday from the Big Ten Network, and he lives in Chicago. Now he's got a, he's got a case. Again, you can get into the uh, – you know, if, the, if, the, if the, uh, the investigation that was enlisted back in November – came back with no provable evidence that connected Pat Fitzgerald to knowing what was going on, and he and the president agreed to a two-week suspension. Three days later, he's ter- he's terminated for cause with no new development from the investigation that they enlisted or... I mean, or new development. Now, there from was your, new reporting. from your Yeah, new reporting from your... But we already investigated that. Yes, and we had a deal. This is how long it was going to be. Yeah. Well, he's not going to be the coach again at Northwestern, oh, but no. he's going to get some of that money because when you fire somebody for cause... I mean, that's going to be about getting the money. Bob Huggins the same way, by the way, at West Virginia, trying to coax his way back in. Those are some B&E facts of the day. We'll pick up the conversations, previewing Big 12 football media days, getting you ready for that as well, having fun with you on a uh, on a Wednesday on 104.9, 101.9, AM 1260, streaming always on your Horn app, on your smart speaker, and at hornfm.com.